Welcome to Kramer Says. Kramer Says. Be part of the show at KramerSays.com. Interact on Twitter at KramerSEZ. Now, Kramer Says. Welcome to the show. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. It is Friday, September 2nd, and um, big things happening. First of all, Joe Biden's speech last night. What the fuck was that? We will get to that in a moment. And I want to do this house cleaning up front. Um, we we didn't do a, a podcast yesterday, primarily because we've got so many things uh, in the fire right now that it's hard to keep track of what's going on. Uh, big news coming. Um, but I want to do some house cleaning before we start the show today. Um, you heard Joe's speech last night. He declared war on half the nation. We need your help. We've been saying for the last year and a half that we need to come together. Everybody's trying to do their own thing. And it's impossible to get done. The only way that we win is by coming together. That's how we win. Not by everybody doing their own thing. So that's why Kramer says was formed is to to give uh, the foundation, a base for people to come together. So here's what we're doing. Um, Most people don't know that um, I own an advertising agency. And all I work with are conservative brands. All my company works with are conservative causes. If you want to get involved... With what we're doing, we need help. We need you. We need graphic artists. We need graphic designers. We need After Effects artists. If you're a conservative creative, if you are in the creative field, we need your help. That's all I can say. I can't be any more blunt about it. If you want, if you want to help in what we're doing and spreading our message, reach out. Let us know. Hit me up at syndication at KramerSays.com. S-Y-N-D-I-C-A-T-I-O-N. Syndication at KramerSays.com. The website's coming back up uh, here over the weekend. Um, we'll be able to start talking and, and, and moving forward. But we have big plans, and we're going to need people to join in. We're going to need help in what we're doing. If you want to work with some of the top brands, if you want to work with some of the top causes in the country, if you're a conservative and you've got these skills, we need you. So that's my call to action. We need your help. Syndication at KramerSays.com. Hit us up and let us know what you can do and how you can help the cause, and, and we'll get you to work. And, um, you know, some of the stuff that we're doing for Kramer Says, we're, a- we're asking that to be done gratis, okay, that we're all working together, okay, because we're doing the same thing here. But the flip side of that, um, we have tons of work with, with major brands that we're working with that we, we use freelancers for all the time. Um, we have, uh, we've let all of our liberal... Um, designers and so on go. We, 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 we need conservatives, people that we know that aren't going to, um, to work against the cause, I guess is the best way to put it. So if, if you're part of what we're doing, we need help both with Kramer Says, and then I need more people for my company. I just do. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fact. So anyway, with that being said, let's move on. Last night, what the fuck did Joe do? You saw it. I have not seen the speech yet. I've only seen uh, excerpts. So what we're going to do uh, this morning is we're going to play the entire speech with with comments in between. But let's start with the comments going on social media. Uh, It is amazing to me what is being said right now on social media about this speech last night. Um, When I saw the first excerpt, the first thing I said is, this is war. That's what Joe just did. They just declared war on half the nation. And, and sometimes, you know, you get your first impression of something from one clip and people go, well, that's not really, really said. You got to look at the entire speech. Well, I've seen several parts of the speech now. Joe declared war on us. He declared war on half the nation. If you don't agree with his ideology, you're the enemy. Wasn't, 
Wasn't he the, the guy who was supposed to run as the, the unifier? That's what he was saying, you know, when he was running in 2017, 2018, 2019. I'm going to bring the parties together. We're going to unify the nation. And then last night he said, fuck you. If you don't believe what I believe, we're coming for you. You are the enemy. You're a Nazi. That's what he said. Oddly, I thought it was weird that as he's saying this <laughs> behind him, his mannerisms, how angry he was, the red and black background behind him did not aid his cause, did not help his message because he looked more like Adolf Hitler giving a speech in front of the Reichstag than he did in any other, um, uh, in any other time in history and any of the other speeches he's ever given. That right there, what happened last night is a definitive moment in American history. And let me read what some of the comments on social media have been this morning. Frank quotes news. This is on Gab. Using the United States Marine Corps as props in a political speech of this nature is truly abhorrent. Almost a year to the day of leaving 13 of my fellow Marines to die in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Disgraceful. I agree. From Sean Davis, Joe Biden needs to be impeached and removed from office. He declared war against everyone in the country who either didn't vote for him, doesn't support him today. Uh, Biden, Garland, and uh, Mayorkas are not fit to continue holding office in this country. That's from Sean Davis. Joshua Charles writes, I am a student of American history. I've read every major speech by every president since Washington. That was the single most toxic, inflammatory, and hypocritical speech by an American president I am aware of. Raven Constantine, Joe Biden declared war on more than half the country last night. He needs to be impeached and hung as a traitor to his office. This is what we were talking about, folks. This is why I've been saying for months, we will not have elections. This regime will not allow the elections to happen. Last night's speech was a dog whistle to, to Black Lives Matter, to Antifa, and any other leftist group that wants to raise their head. They've been given permission to go punch a Nazi in the mouth. That's what that speech was about last night. Dan Bongino writes, Joe Biden used to uh, use the bully pul pulpit tonight to incite violence against American citizens. He's a grotesque man, or uh, I'm sorry, he's a grotesque human being, not worthy of any public office. He's an embarrassment to the country and the office he holds. He's a clear and present danger to peace and prosperity. These are not, these, these, are, these are Americans who have been silent and have not used this language before. Now it's time. We didn't do it, folks. War was declared on us last night. We just want to get to the bottom of what happened in 2020. And for that, we're called racist. We're called bigots. We're called xenophobes. We're called everything that you can be called. We just want the answers. And when you want answers and they've lied and they've cheated and they know that they can't give them to you because it will reveal what happened in 2020, this is war. The raid on Mar-a-Lago, war. Being called Nazis, war. Meanwhile, Joe has the backdrop of Hitler as he calls us Nazis. They project everything that they say they're do that we're doing, they're guilty of. They've already done it. They're calling us out because they want to soften the blow if they get revealed for what they've done. Wake up, America. Wake up. War has been called on you. This is a great, great fucking quote. I'm going to steal it from this point on. Great fucking, great fucking way to look at this. Dale Obsbed uh, writes, remember that feeling you got when the second plane hit the Twin Towers and you realized what was going on? You should have that same feeling again 
right now. You should feel the exact same way right now. Do you see it? Are your eyes opened? By the way, for you Q people that may still be listening, I doubt there are any of you left. Where's Q? You see what I'm saying, folks? You don't need Q. They are telling you everything that's going to happen. The Q drops don't mean anything. He's telling you what he's going to do. Yuval Harari is telling you what they're going to do. Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, the NWO, they are telling you what they're going to do. Wake the fuck up! I don't know how to put this any better. Wake the fuck up, America. They're going to take your country. If you don't stand now, if you don't get in the streets right fucking now, they're going to take your country. Yes, I'm angry. I haven't even heard the speech yet, just the excerpts. But I see where this is going. I see the danger of the left. I see what they're willing to do. They are willing to allow cities to burn people to be murdered, to retain their power. They will hide people. They will hide the facts. They will destroy people's lives. They will allow people to be killed so that they, they don't lose their power, their grip on power. Right now is the time. You've been wondering. For the last two years, people have been saying, when is it going to be time? When is it? Today. Right now, today is the day. Today is the day that you've got to stand and, and, and say, I'm going to stand for what's right. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to be on the right side of history today. It starts today. I've been asking for the longest time, what are you willing to sacrifice? Because nothing in this country is going to happen unless you are willing to sacrifice. To make a sacrifice is one day of work enough, giving up one day of work to go show up someplace. Is that enough to save your fucking freedom? For the last several months, I've been talking about what I've been doing, and people have been taking that the wrong way. Well, Kramer's so sanctimonious. He's saying that he's doing all of this, and, and, and he's just, he's a special person. No, I've been doing it because I'm concerned. I try, I'm trying to lead by example. I'm doing what you should be doing, because unless you're willing to sacrifice, you're going to lose every fucking thing that you have. They've already told you. You will own nothing and be happy. Not me. Not me. I won't be happy. Will you be happy? You won't be. But are you going to wait until you have nothing, until they've taken everything from you to stand up? No, you stand up now while you've got the ability. That's when you stand up. That's when you use your voice. That's when you use your power. You do it now. You take the opportunity. You strike while the iron is hot. You do not wait until it cools off and the metal has hardened. The metal has hardened it and you can't form it. You can't shape it. You've got to do it when the iron is hot. Right now, today. I'm scared for our nation, folks. This is what I've been warning about. I told you that this is exactly what would happen. That at some point, they would have to release the hounds. That speech last night did, did that. That speech last night told those who have been waiting, you have the authority to go punch a Nazi in the mouth. And by the way, they're the Nazis. Those are the people that you get to go now wreak havoc on. Those people, the ones waving the American flag. Let me reiterate it's a war on our nation. They're stomping on our flag. They burn our flag. They spit in the faces of our law enforcement and our soldiers. They are not on the American side. They're not on the, the side of the Constitution. They may say they are and that they hold it up, but they want to, def they want to defy, defile everything. We don't get our way, we'll pack the Supreme Court. We don't get our way, we'll cheat in the elections. We don't get our way, we'll put havoc and, and violence into the streets. 
Remind me the last time that we had a group of Americans, conservative Americans, go into a city and take that city over, hold it hostage, call it Chad or some other stupid fucking name, and we're allowed to do that. Do you think that? Did you think that they would call in the National Guard if uh, if a group of mili- uh, uh, of uh, paramilitary guys went into downtown Indianapolis and took that over and said, "Now this is our space"? Do you think that that, that Indiana would call in the National Guard? Definitely, yeah, they would, because it's a Republican state. Even though Eric, Eric Holcomb is a weak, spineless rhino, yeah, they'd probably do that in the state of Indiana, California, no, Seattle, Washington, no, no, not there. Because there's two sets of justice right now, us and them. And last night, Joe Biden's speech told you everything that you need to know about what they think about you and what they want to do with you. You're the enemy. If you stand for constitutional rights, I mean, really, stand, if you're a purist with the Constitution, you're the enemy. If you stand for law and order, you are the enemy. This is no different than 1938 Germany. I've been saying it for months. Joe finally let us hear exactly what's in their heart. The soul of a nation. Give me a fucking break. I'm going to say it again. What Dale Olmsted says here in in his post on Gab is true. Remember that feeling you got when the second plane hit the Twin Towers and you realized what was going on. You should have that same feeling again right now. You should feel the same way. For Morpheus Maga... The unjabbed are truly a different breed from the rest. They threw every lie. They threw every lie they could to think about us, and we didn't flinch. That's why they're doing what they're doing. This has been a plan from the beginning. For those of you who believe in Q, what's the plan? I see their plan, and they're executing it. I can see. Q doesn't have a plan. There's no plan for our side. They have a plan. They're unified. We only win if we're unified. We can't be doing this separate thing. I call again for action. Join us. Join us at Kramer Says. If you're angry about what's happening in your country, join us. But wait until after the weekend when the website is up so that it's not so hard to get all the emails uh, wrangled together. Let's, um, let's get into Joe's speech. If you haven't heard it, we'll hear it together for the first time. I have not heard the, the speech in its entirety. Um, what I thought was amazing um, was... Uh, <laughs> The entrance here, I did watch the entrance when I was at the intro of the the, the, the speech. Um, I have never seen a speech before where the first lady walked up with the husband to the to the podium. I don't get that at all. Jill walked Joe up like she was his nanny, making sure that he got to the podium. It's amazing. So here he comes. Here's Joe. Here's our leader. Here's the president of the United States, Joe Biden, last night in Philadelphia. I would say enjoy, but I don't think it's going to be enjoyable enjoyable experience. <laughs> oh my God. He kisses like he's like, <sighs> here he goes. Here's Joe. My fellow Americans. Well, that didn't start off well. How weak does he sound? He sounds like an old fucking man. This is the leader of the free world. <clears throat> Please. If you have a seat, take it. I speak to you tonight <clears throat> from sacred ground in America. Independence Hall in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This is where America made its declaration of independence to the world more than two centuries ago with an idea unique among nations that in America, we're all created equal. This is where the United States Constitution was written and debated. 
This is where we set in motion the most extraordinary experiment of self-government the world has ever known. Well, there you go. Now, he's setting it up here, right? He wants to show you how aligned he is with our founding fathers, the Constitution, and everything else that we look up as conservatives that we look to our country as. He's selling you that message, but this is just a sales pitch. It's a sales pitch. It's, it's to, to make all the people that, that align with him believe that this is what they really believe in, that they believe in the Constitution, that they believe in the rule of law, as his son is snorting coke off the back of some hooker's um, butt in, in, in Vegas right now, most likely, or, or shacked up somewhere with a, a crack pipe. He doesn't abide by the law because his son runs free. I've seen the Hunter Biden laptop. They don't abide by the law. Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden is the example. He's the prime example of exactly what they're doing. But he continues. With three simple words, we the people. And of course, Joe thinks that he's the people. Joe in a, in a previous speech <laughs> said that he's the people, that the government, we're the people. We say what happens. We're governed by us, the people. No, when you become a politician, when you're the ruling class, you're no longer part of the people. You're part of the elite. You're part of the ruling class. You're no longer part of the we the people. You're part of government. No, you are not the we the people, Joe. We the people. <laughs> These two documents and the ideas they embody, equality and democracy, are the rock upon which this nation is built. They're how we became the greatest nation on earth. They're why, for more than two centuries, America has been a beacon to the world. Now, that's interesting, isn't it? We're a beacon to the world. They use this term all the time. And then they turn around and say, we are the worst country, the most racist country on the face of the earth. We're a beacon because we're not racist. We're not xenophobes. You see, what they do is they play on the ignorance of people who haven't traveled. Go to China as a white American and see if you get treated like, <laughs> treated racist. There's racist treatment towards you. Go to, go to South America and you see if you see racist treatment against you. Go to, go to Europe. Go to France. See what they think of you as an American. If you haven't traveled, you don't know what's outside. You only know what your experience is. And so, yeah, oh, everything's racist here. Everything's racist because that's all we hear. Go to another nation where 99% of the people are not you. And see if you get traded, treated differently as a white person. Go to South Africa right now and see if you get treated as a, differently because of your race and how racist it is in South Africa. Yeah, and when I'm talking about racism in South Africa, it's turned, baby. It's not apartheid anymore. It's the it's the it's the antithesis of apartheid, um, meaning it's the opposite. Um, that what they've changed is it used to be whites in power, now it's blacks in power, and they're just as bad as the whites were when they were in power. And it's all raced on base, or based on race. That's a hard one to say. Joe continues. But as I stand here tonight, equality and democracy are under assault. We do ourselves no favor to pretend otherwise. I agree with him. Our republic and democracy are under assault by you, Joe, by the DNC, by the New World Order, by the WEF, by the WHO. It's you guys that are trying to take away our rights. We're not trying to take anyone's rights. We're not going to say, hey, you can't carry that gun because we're afraid of it. 
It's you. It's your team. These are things that are important to keep in mind as he speaks tonight. Because he's telling his guys that what we're doing, the actions we're taking against them, align with the Constitution. What we're doing is correct. What we're doing is legal. It's not. It's unconstitutional. The raid on Trump's uh, estate, unconstitutional. The mandates, unconstitutional. Everything that's happened over the last two years, unconstitutional. But they're trying to say that they're aligning with the Constitution. They're trying to tell their base, what we're doing is right. They're the enemy. It's the us and them argument. Fucknut continues. So tonight, I've come to this place where it all began. By the way, I'm going to interrupt and I'm going to let him go for a moment. As he's doing this, the lighting in the facilities here is, is uh, ominous. Dark red. Dark red. Blood red behind him. And standing behind him in this great hall is an American flag draped behind his head and two Marine soldiers standing at attention. Now, keep in mind, these are props. This is propaganda. It's, it's, it's propaganda at its finest. If I, was a, if I was in charge of this, it would look completely different because this here looks ominous. He's got a dark message. And they've made it even darker by the lighting and everything else. They have made, they have presented this in a style, um, in, in, in what I do in, in marketing, it's called branding, right? And it's a style guide. This is what we need it to look like to get this emotion across. Everything that you're seeing here is by design. They want it to look like this. This was by design. Didn't happen. Wasn't happenstance. Oop, that just, that just, no. This happened by design. Because what ends up happening is people spend weeks, hour upon hour, debating these kind of little things right here. What exactly it'll look like. There was a designer. That design was chosen. This one was picked. What he's doing was picked. None of this is by accident, folks. All of this is planned. They've got a message they're projecting. It's no different than a TV commercial. Nothing, it, it, they want you to buy this message. So it's been set up for you to buy this message. What I think is ominous about this whole thing is how close it looks to the, the um, speech that Hitler gave. Even the movements of what, what Biden does later in the speech, his hand movements, the double fist up close to his face. We've got the same exact images of Hitler doing the exact same thing. So as you listen to this, this is the setting. He should have never had those Marines behind him. Never before in American history have we had a political leader use the military behind him as he gave a political speech. Never. First time. You should be scared because what he's about to say next is what he's, his plan is and who the enemy of this country is. And it's you. To speak as plainly as I can to the nation. <laughs> Okay, he's going to speak as clearly as he can. Good luck, Joe. <laughs> sorry, I'll stop interrupting. I, I, I'm sorry, I just, I'm a smartass. I, I can't help myself. About the threats we face. About the power we have in our own hands. Yep. To meet these threats. And about the incredible future. Okay, did you hear what he said there? The power that we have in our own hands to address these threats. He's going to outline what the threat is. And he's telling you the power he has in his own hand to address these threats. You are the threat. We already know what power he has in his hands. He's already told us what that power is. That power is an F-15. 
It's the military. The military that's standing behind him right now. That's the power that he has in his hands. No different than what Assad has in Syria. No different than what um, uh, Xi Jinping has in, in China. Force, violence against their own people to get their way. This is what this message is, folks. It's a message of strength. They had to go this hard because he's an old, frail man. He can't do it with his voice. He doesn't have the voice to, to, to bring forward real anger. He doesn't have any authority. We know that he's a, he's a head cold away from being in the grave. That's how frail this man is. And that's why he's dangerous. That's why he's dangerous as being president, because he's a throwaway president. He doesn't have a future. He's not going to destroy anything. He's on his last leg. Um, a buddy of mine one time, he was 72 years old. He bought a brand new car, and he got the extended warranty. And I went, well, you're feeling, um, you're feeling um, a little optimistic, aren't you? Buying a five-year, at your age, buying the extended warranty on this car? Well, he did outlive the car. I mean, he... He has a new car now, and so I was wrong, and he was right. Um, but my point is, is Joe's not, Joe is what we call a last-time last buyer. Joe's not buying a car that's going to last him the rest of his life. It's going to last, well, it will last him the rest of his life. Let me put it that way. Joe's got, not got long on this earth. He's a weak man. That's why he's there. That's why they didn't put one of those young bucks in place. They didn't want to ruin his career with what they had to do. They need him in the, in, in the ranks. They need her in the ranks. Joe, they could throw away. He was already lost twice. Two presidential runs. Had to drop out because he, well, he just couldn't cut it. One was because he was, he, you know, he's a, um, he steals what uh, uh, people's, other people's writings and speeches and uses them as his own. He plagiarizes. But he won the most votes of any president in U.S. history? Doubtful. Fucking lie. You know it and I know it. Here's Joe. The lies in front of us. If only we choose it. We must never forget, we the people are the true heirs of the American experiment that began more than two centuries ago. We the people have burning inside of each of us the flame of liberty that was lit here at Independence Hall. Now keep in mind, this flame of liberty that he's talking about is for men who were undergoing a tyrannical government. That's why they were there in Philadelphia. They were there because their government overreached their authority over what they, they thought the government should be able to do to them. Do you feel the same, do you see, feel the same way now? Do you feel that the government is overreaching? Do you feel that your life or your liberty may be in danger. And if, if not yours directly right now, what about that of your children and your grandchildren? Is this the same America that you grew up in? It's not the same America I grew up in. Where you're not free to say what you want. We're canceling somebody is so fucking easy to do. In fact, it's a, it's a pastime. It's a hobby for some. Do you feel safe here under this leadership? If not, you're going to have to rise up. You're going to have to stand. And I'm not talking about violence in the streets. That's the last recourse. That's the last thing I want. But you're, gonna, you're gonna have to get involved. You're going to have to join together with people in your community. You're going to have to start putting the pressure, your, put your politicians, your local politicians, feet to the fire. Go talk to your local sheriff. Get 40 people of your friend, get 40 friends together and go talk to the local sheriff of what he's going to do to protect your rights. Because he's the only elected official you have in your life that is, has the authority by force to do that. 
Get 100 people, 200 people. Demand that your sheriff stand up and stay, say what they're willing to do to protect your rights. Start demanding that the people that said that they're going to stand and fight for your rights, it's time that they start doing this. These politicians in their commercials all the time, they say the exact same thing. They say the exact same thing every time. I'll stand to fight for your rights. Well, now, right now is the day that we test that. Was that just a campaign slogan or is it the truth? Do you have the backbone, the spine of a leader or are you just a goddamn politician? Right now is the time to find that out, folks. You start with your local sheriff. You go to your mayor. Get a group of people together. Show them that you're done. That's what they're afraid of. They don't want, they don't want any, uh, they don't want civil war. They don't want, they don't want a revolution in our country. They don't want that either. The first thing that you do to a bully is confront the bully. You don't have to strike the bully. You just have to say, you're done. I'm done with you. We're not doing this anymore. And you've seen it happen place again, place or time after time in this country in the last two years where school boards have been taken over by conservatives because they finally stood up and said, we're done. And they took over. And they have control of those school boards now. And they're fixing the problems that these fucking leftists have put in place. Khrushchev was right. He was 100% right. He says, we don't have to go to war to destroy your country. We'll do it from inside. We'll use your very own freedoms against you. And that's exactly what's happened. Joe's message of hope continues. A flame that lit our way through abolition, the civil war, suffrage. Again, all conservative causes. We suffered through these. Yeah, Joe. The last time we had to deal with the Democrats in this, na in this nation like this is because you wanted to own people. And now you're right back at trying to do it again. It's full circle. You've got a different way. And this time you don't want to just make black people slaves. No, you want to make everyone a slave. It won't happen. The Great Depression, world wars, civil rights. That sacred flame still burns. Now in our time, as we build an America that is more prosperous, free, and just. That is the work of my presidency, a mission I believe in with my whole soul. But first, we must be honest with each other and with ourselves. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. You're absolutely right, Joe. Thanks for addressing the issue that the 800-pound gorilla in the room. What's happening right now is not normal. Absolutely. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. Here we go. Represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Let me explain what we stand for. I know you know, but just to clarify, so we're all on the same page. I'm a constitutionalist. I'm a purist. The Constitution was written with the rules for the game in this country. That's it. You want to change the rules? Do it the right way. They're trying to change it the wrong way. We want transparency in our elections. That's all we're asking for. We're asking for our politicians to be um, honest and not corrupt. That's all we're asking for. But primarily, we want to know what happened in 2020. We want transparency, openness. That's all we're asking for. And for that, we're the threat. We're the threat to democracy to the Republic. I want to be very clear. There you go. Very clear up front. That was permission right there. That was permission right there. Hear the crowd? Hear the crowd? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're the enemy. They're the bad guys. Yeah, let's go after and get them. That was permission right there. That's the first dog whistle right there. 
Not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Oh, oh no, it's it's not all of them. No, no, it's it's just that extreme part. You know, kind of like how we feel about Muslims. It's not all Muslims that are terrorists. It's just those guys over there blowing shit up. Now, keep in mind, we're not blowing shit up. Everything he's about to say is, is a lie. It's all fake because we're not doing any of this shit. It's them that are doing it. It's called projection. If you haven't read Saul Alinsky's book, Rules for Radicals, that's rule number one. Do it and then blame the other side for what's be just been done. Because what will happen is they'll see the violence, people see the violence, and then they assign a side. Well, they're assigning it to us. That they had to go burn down Seattle. They had to go burn down L.A. They had to burn down uh, 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 D.C. in 2020. Yes. Yes, they actually burnt things. Yes, in 2020. The Democrats were actually setting things on fire in D.C., but that was mostly peaceful. Wasn't a threat at all. Oddly, they're now saying that we're the threat. We haven't set shit on fire. We haven't ravaged cities. We haven't looted. We haven't rioted. They have. That's called projection. It's dangerous because what he's saying now is it gives his side the authority, the permission to come after us. It's going to escalate in the next couple of weeks. It has to. Oddly, it's funny, if you go to Twitter, you go to social media right now, the left is oddly silent on this issue. They're not talking about Joe's speech last night. They're not praising it about how good it is. No, I think they're just waiting for marching orders. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know, because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. They're called Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger. <laughs> But there's no question. <laughs> and by the way, where's Liz? By the way, where's Liz? Joe, where's Liz? These these Republicans that you're working with that are not MAGA Republicans, what are their names? Please name them. Please name them. Right? Um, Romney, that's a Republican. He's not a conservative. He may be a Republican, but he's a rhino. Liz Cheney's the same thing. They are e they are enemies of the state just like you are. It, they will not stand for the Constitution. They're an enemy of the state, just like you are, Joe. That the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. Lie. And that is a threat to this country. There you go. He just said it. That's the second dog whistle. Those people are a threat to you and your freedom. That's calling for war. It's a, it's a delineation, us and them. This group of people, those people who fly the American flag, those people who want law and order, those people who stand with the blue, they're, they're the problem. Those people are demanding law and order and expect that my son be brought up on in ch charges of, 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 of sexual predation and, and, and drug use, my son? They're the problem. That's what Joe's saying here. These are hard things. But I'm an American president. No, you're not. Not a president of red America, blue America. Blue. But of all America. No. Nope. And I believe it's my duty, my duty to level with you, to tell the truth, no matter how difficult, no matter how painful. And, and the hard thing about watching Joe speak here is that, ha you know, having that, that image in my mind of him talking to Camilla in the royal, royal court in, in Great Britain and shitting himself in front of her. This is our president. So when you, he, when you hear what he's saying here, keep in mind, keep in mind that this man shit in front of the queen's uh, daughter-in-law. <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up. And here, in my view, is what is true. 
MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. That's the only thing we respect, Joe. I respect the Constitution far more than I respect you. They do not believe in the rule of law. They we do believe in the rule of law. That's why we want your son arrested. They do not recognize the will of the people. We understand the will of the people. The will of the people says you're, you're taking the, the, the country in the wrong direction. Have you seen the fucking polls, Joe? They refuse to accept the results of a free election. It wasn't a free election. And they're working right now as I speak in state after state yep. to give power yep. to decide elections in America yep. to partisans and cronies. No, the state. The Constitution, Joe, you keep saying that you stand with the Constitution. The Constitution is clear. If it's not enumerated as a federal issue, those rights go to the state. We have the authority to run our elections. Federal government has no authority. And by the way, there are cronies in the blue states too, baby. Empowering election deniers yep. to undermine democracy itself. We're not undermining shit. We just want to see what happened in 2020. Pony up the results, and if you won, we'll, we'll apologize and say we're done and move on. But pony up the results, Joe. MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards. Backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. And these are all dog whistles. None of that's true. We're constitutionalist. The right for abortion is not enumerated. If you wanted enumerated, you should have codified it in law or put it into the Constitution, Joe. Your team didn't do that. Time and time again over the last 50 years, you've been in power and had the ability to do it. You didn't do it. So it was returned back to the states, as it should have been. That's that, that, Constitutionally, that's the way it should be. But you don't want that. You want power at the federal level. You want from the top down. And that's what we don't want. We want a constitution. We believe in the constitution. You don't. You would, you'd whore it out for whatever your purpose is or however you make money or, or get elected or whatever. Everyone can see you for who you are. And not just you, Joe. The DNC, the leftist, the New World Order. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence. <laughs> we fan the flames of political violence. One day, one day in January, after two years, well, six years, six years of watching our nation burn, one day we said we're done. And all we want is the results. We just want the honest answer of what happened on Election Day in 2020. That's all we wanted. That's all we've ever wanted. And for that, we're terrorists? That's, that's the framework that you have to put this into. What happened on January 6th? You cannot point to January 6th without looking back at the reason, the catalyst of why people were there on January 6th. You had months to clarify things and come clean and show all of the results. You chose not to do that, Joe. You chose to hide the results, make it hard, cancel people, call people traitors if they were asking questions about the elections. I don't trust my bank to count my money right. I always make sure I get a receipt, and I always make sure it's counted out in front of me twice. Make sure I got what I'm supposed to get. If I do that at the bank, I definitely want to do that with my nation's votes, with the elections. We should be able to be see everything clearly.
but it's being hidden. It's being hidden because you know the truth. The truth is, is that there is a problem with the 2020 election. Show me the receipts, Joe. My bank will show me the receipts. They'll give me a receipt. That's all we want. We just want the receipts. That are a threat to our personal rights, to the pursuit of justice. <laughs> Do you, I mean, listen to these. These are dog whistles. Every single one of them, folks. Every single one of them. The pursuit of justice? It, it was just a week and a half ago that they raided Trump's home, an unconstitutional raid on a former president's home. People, they're projecting everything that he's saying, every fucking word that's coming out of his mouth is exactly what they're doing. This is how they work. Again, if you haven't read it, read Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. If you can stomach it. It's a short read. It's not a big book. They work by very simple rules. Joe continues. To the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. (laughs) They look at the mob that stormed the United States Capitol on January 6th, brutally attacking law enforcement, not as insurrectionists who placed a dagger at the throat of our democracy, (laughs) but they look at them as patriots. And they see their MAGA failure to stop a peaceful transfer of power after the 2020 election. Again, I don't agree with the people that went into the building. That's not what I was there for. I was there that day. But that's not what I wanted. I wanted them to do the right thing, the thing that we were supposed to do in the Constitution. Entering that building was never part of what I had planned that day when I went there. And when I saw what was happening, I left the grounds because I was concerned about what was going to happen next. It didn't, it didn't serve our purpose to go into that building. With that being said, it's still our building. We own that building. It doesn't belong to Joe and his group. Everything that we stood on that day, we've purchased with blood, and effort, with blood and sweat, everything that is in D.C., the American people have paid for. It's theirs. It does not belong to the government. The government is not a standalone entity. It does not stand It does not stand above the American people. Our government is us. That's what makes us unique. We are the people. The people are the government. That's who we become. Not this. Not this right here. When we, the people, are part of the government, we're, we, we abide by the Constitution. We abide by the law. When you're a constitutionalist and you're abiding by it and you're working inside the Constitution, inside government, you're doing the right thing. Here, they're not. And here, they're projecting. When we, the people, get into government and they become what they are, that's, that's not we, the people. This isn't we, the people here. We, the people, is when you get a congressman, Jim Jordan or a uh, Rand Paul, That's a we the person. That's a we the people. Because they're still wanting to ask questions. They're not covering things up. Just be quiet. It would be a lot easier on Rand Paul to live in D.C. and live in the Virginia area if he didn't have to worry about people attacking him because of what his beliefs are. That's because he's standing up. He's he's of the people. And they don't want we the people in Congress. They don't want we the people as the president. He's not not one of us. He hasn't been one of us for, for 107 years as preparation for the 2022 and 2024 elections. They tried everything last time to nullify the votes of 81 million people. Bullshit. Clarify it. We didn't try to nullify it. We wanted to know how you got 81 million votes and you you refused to show that. I got to slow down. I'm getting too excited. I'm going to get mumble mouth here. This time, they're determined (laughs) to succeed in thwarting 
the will of the people. That's why respected conservatives like Federal Circuit Court Judge Michael Ludwig Rhino. has called Trump and the extreme MAGA Republicans, quote, a clear and present danger to our democracy. Did you see when he said that? Did you see when he actually said that? Did you see that speech, the duress that he was under? Uh, yes. The, I mean, it was like he was under a hot lights in, in North Korea or in, in Vietnam and that he was being grilled by the enemy. That's what he looked like in this testimony that he gave. Like he was being forced to say these things. But he did say it. He did say that the, the MAGA movement is a clear and present danger, a threat to American democracy, the American experiment, our republic. He did say that. But while the threat to American democracy is real, <laughs> I want to say as clearly as we can, we are not powerless in the face of these threats. We are not bystanders in this ongoing attack on democracy. Keep in mind that as he's saying this, there are two Marines standing by behind him at attention. Or whatever they're standing at. I don't know if that's attention or not. <laughs> I don't know if it's specific. If I, here's what happens. If I say that, well, Kramer, they're not standing at attention. Okay, they're standing here behind him as props. Keep in mind, he allowed 13 of their, their family to die in Afghanistan within just weeks of his presidency. This man does not stand with the America that I grew up with. You know that, and I know that. There are far more Americans, far more Americans, from every, from every background and belief, who reject the extreme MAGA ideology than those that accept it. Polls say otherwise. And folks... And that applause, how weak. It's in our power, it's in our hands, yours and mine, to stop the assault on American democracy. Again, I know you've heard it before. We're not a democracy. We are a republic, Joe. Now, I, the only reason I point that out is because they use that term all the time. Because when, if they use the term republic, no Democrat knows what the fuck that means. They, they, they understand democracy. Oh, I, I get a vote. Democracy is where I get a vote and I get to have a say. But they don't realize that their vote is, is, is under a republic. And that means that somebody else is actually going to make the decision. Even though you voted for that person, they make the final decision. It's like you're voting for your own little president of your area of your country. That's the president of your country, your, your area. And then they go in. And they're, they're, they're among a, a bunch of other little presidents from all over the country. And then they answer to the, to the main president, either the leader of the house or the, 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 the speaker of the house leader of the Senate, the Speaker of the House, and the President. You see, it just keeps going up in, in, in bigger presidents. That's all it is. The power structure doesn't change. Joe's, um, Joe's about to lose it here. We're, we're enough into the speech now that he's starting to get angry. You're starting to see the face come out. Keep in mind, the soldiers behind him, this is for, this is for effect. He's showing you he has the military behind him. The only thing that would make this more of a dictator-type uh, speech is him wearing a military uniform. That's the only difference between him and Hitler right now. I believe America is at an inflection point. You're right, it is. One of those moments that determine the shape of everything that's to come after. Yep, I agree, Joe. And now, America must choose. Yep, I agree again. To move forward or to move backwards. Forward. To build a future or obsess about the past, 
to be a nation of hope. Wait a minute. To build a future obsessed with the past? A fucking Democrat just said that out loud? All you fucking talk about is the past. All you talk about is slavery and what has been done wrong in the past. That's what you focus on. And then you, I, you, then, then you target people and say, look at them. They have the same ideology as the past. No, we don't, Joe. We never have. The Republican Party never owned fucking slaves. We freed them. It wasn't the Democrat Party that passed the Civil Rights Act. It was the Republicans. And today, the Republicans stand for the exact same thing. Again, we stand for the exact same thing, freedom. And today, instead of just the black community or Hispanics or any other group, we're saying today, we're saying today that all Americans have the same exact freedoms. You don't get special freedoms because of the color of your skin. You don't get color special freedoms because of what you suck or what you lick or what you have put in your ass. You don't get special freedoms for that. And you don't get special freedoms because of, the, of, of where you came from, what your heritage is. You don't get special freedoms. We all get the same freedoms. If we don't, it's not America. Not the America that I grew up in. But unity and optimism are a nation of fear, division, and of darkness. MAGA Republicans have made their choice. They embrace anger. Nope. They thrive on chaos. Nope. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. <laughs> but together, together we can choose Can you believe path. this bullshit? We can choose a better path forward to the future. A future of possibility, a future to oh build God. and dream and hope. There we go. Obama's hope. You see, what they talk about is intangibles. They're not talking about real things happening. They talk in intangibles. Hope isn't something you can touch. It's something that you have. Faith isn't something that you can put your hands around on. It's something that you have to have. It's in your heart. It's in your mind. He's not talking about delivering anything real, folks. This is hyperbole. It means nothing. It's air. I can't give you hope. That's something you get on your own. You have to realize hope. You have to have faith. I can't give that to you. But Joe can take it away. Joe can take people's hope. He can destroy people's faith. That's exactly what he's doing here. And we're on that path moving ahead. Yep. I know this nation. I know you, the American people. I know your courage. I know your hearts. And I know our history. This is a nation that honors our Constitution. We do not reject it. This is a nation that believes in the rule of law. Okay, Joe, I agree. Then fucking indict your son. I've seen the photos of his dick in little girls' mouths. That's what I've seen. Your son needs to be in prison. You want us to believe that you really believe in the rule of law? Then tell your Democrats to release all the information about the 2020 election. Let's look into all the crimes and all of the, the things that you were doing in Ukraine. Let's look at all the activities that your son and your family has had in China and other nations that we have adversarial relationships with. Let's look into that, Joe, if, if we're really supposed to be a nation that believes in the rule of law. We do not repudiate it. <clears throat> this is a nation that respects free and fair elections. We honor the will of the people. We do not deny it. You're right. 
You're right. Up until the 2016 and 2020 elections, Hillary Clinton is still saying that Trump stole the election from her. She's free to say that. But if we say something happened in 2020, we're the problem. We're the threat to democracy. Do you see this? The projection? Everything that he says is what they're doing. We just want the truth. Show us how you won, Joe. Show us how you won. Show us why you're the leader, why you are our legitimate president. Show us, prove it. And once we've got the proof in front of us, if it shows that you're the leader, we'll apologize and let you lead. We were wrong. You won. We lost. And we'll try to do better next time. But that's not what's happening. You refuse to show us how you won. Even asking is a threat to democracy. It's abhorrent. It's un-American. It's unconstitutional. And this is a nation that rejects violence as a political tool. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up, you goddamn cunt. You are, you fucking windbag. 2020 wasn't enough? Cities burned. How many people died as the left? Oh, well, that wasn't us. Kamala Harris went in and said, I will help raise bail money for those that just did this. This is your side. They're your beasts. They're your dogs. When we start doing the same thing, when the right decides it's time to rise up, when the right, if it gets to that point, if it gets to the point where we have to take to the streets to defend our rights and we have to do what the, the left has been doing for the last six, seven, eight years, the rioting when they don't get their way, when that bullshit, we won't stop. We have resources. We're not children. We're not going to dress up in the same look and feel. You will not know where we're coming from. That's what, that's what they don't understand, folks. Just because we've laid back and done nothing doesn't mean nothing's going to happen. You don't have to punch the bully immediately. You try to tell the bully. You try to talk to the bully. You try to, to talk the bully down from doing what they're doing. And you try to talk to the people that support the bully. Hey, come on. Look at what he's doing here. I don't want to fight. I don't want to do this. Just show us the results, Joe. Just show us how you won. Show, prove it to us. But that's not, that, that's not what's going to happen. This was a part, part of the speech where he, he starts to really get into it. Not encourage violence. <laughs> we are still an America that believes in honesty and decency. Oh, my God. And respect for others. We are. Your side isn't. Let me remind you of who the Me Too movement, who, who it really impacted the most. It, it wasn't Republicans. It wasn't conservatives. It was the left. Who's involved in all this crime? Who, 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 uh, who wiped their drives and had 30,000 emails? It wasn't, it wasn't Trump. It wasn't the Republicans. It's you guys. This is what they're afraid of, folks. We're so fucking close to being able to reveal everything. That's what scares them. It's what I've been talking about for months, that they're going to have to stop the elections. They cannot allow a peaceful transfer of power because once Republicans retain power, and are able to start the investigations, start this process, start looking at everybody, that's what they fear most, their freedom. And in some cases, we've showed that this election was stolen. That was a threat to national security. That's treason. There's only one, there's only one way that you treat treason. You only get one out. You don't spend the rest of your life in prison. It's death. That's why they're fighting so hard. They know what they've done. Patriotism, liberty, justice for all, hope, possibilities. 
We are still, at our core, a democracy. And yet, history tells us the blind loyalty to a single leader and a willingness to engage in political violence is <laughs> fatal to democracy. <laughs> Did you see how hollow this is? I don't have blind allegiance to anybody, let alone Trump. There's plenty of things that he said or did that I didn't agree with. I don't follow any man blindly. That's why I've got a, such a problem with Q. I don't know who that person is. I don't know who that group is. I'm not going to follow them blindly, believing what they have to say. you got to prove who you are. i got to know who you are to, to know who I can believe in. And, and Trump, I, I, I believe in a lot of what he says. I don't believe and I don't follow everything he says. And no one should. He's right. That's dangerous. But, but you're saying it's okay if, if they do it for you. Because what he's getting ready to say is, unless you align with what I say, you're the enemy. Long time. We've told ourselves that American democracy is guaranteed, but it's not. You're right, it isn't. We found we that out in 2020, it. Joe. You're right, we have protect to defend it. it. We have to protect Stand it. Stand up for it. Yep, that's what we're doing. Each and every one of us. Yep, yep. And for standing up and doing exactly what you said, calling for accountability, show us how you won, we're the enemy. That's why tonight I'm asking our nation to come together, <laughs> unite behind the single purpose of defending our democracy regardless of your ideology. Again, we do not have a democracy. We are a republic, Joe. For those of us who know the facts and know the truth, we know what we're fighting for. We know what we stand for, and it's not a democracy. Thomas Jefferson th said that a democracy is two wolves and a sheep deciding what's for dinner. We are not a democracy. Listen to them clap. The buffoons. The sheep. We're all called by duty and conscience to confront extremists who put their own pursuit of power above all else. Yep, I agree. Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans. But that's what you're doing, Joe. That's exactly what you've done. We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving American democracy. Well, we will be after this Tonight, speech. The Republicans are <laughs> to destroying American democracy. We, the people, will not let anyone or anything tear us apart. Today, there are dangers around us. We cannot allow to prevail. Here we go. We hear you've heard it. Yep. More and more talk about violence. From the left. As an acceptable political tool in this country. From the left. The left is the only one talking about civil war. It's not us. It's the left. The left are the ones saying that it's going to happen. It's not us. We want the, there's, Joe, all you have to do, is, if you want a, if you want a peaceful presidency, if you don't want any more problems, prove that you won. Prove that you're legitimate. Open the books. Let us see what happened. We don't want violence. We, we haven't committed violence. One day, one day in January, Versus what's happened my entire life with the left rioting every time they get uh, 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 their, their, their panties in a wad. Every time someone gets shot and you see the news story of a black man who's shot by police, regardless of what they've done, we've all expected the exact same thing, riots and looting. That's the left. We don't do that, Joe. 
We don't do that. That's not how we act politically. When we finally do that, the day that that happens, in that instance, that moment right there, the moment that Republicans finally stand and do what the left has been doing for the last 20 years, the moment we do that, it's over. Because we will not stop. We will not give in. We will not be Antifa, the little boys in their basements and, and, and working at the, the coffee shop as baristas. You know, we're going to go over and take over democracy. Where we're, we're, going to, we're going to stand for democracy and, and we're going to do it in our black, black gear and, and we're going to scream at the top of our voices, that's not us. I think the best way to, to, to look at the difference between who we are and who they are is this. They drink White Claw. We, we didn't. <laughs> we had keggers. I can't remember. I was trying to remember the joke. There's actually a joke that goes along that line. We are not the same. Especially if you're a Gen X. If you're a boomer listening to this, you know that our nation is in peril right now. This is not the nation that we were promised. This is not the nation that we were told that we should defend. Not what's going on right now. That's why we have to stand. That's why this man right here, he's the, th the true threat to our republic. He's the threat to our freedoms, to the Constitution. He and his ilk, those that, that stand with him, they're the problem. They want to teach your children that you can be whatever you want to be as long as you align with us. You can be a man if you want to be, if you're a woman. You can be a woman if you want to be, if you're a man. Anything is possible if you align with us. You can do anything you want as long as you align with us and give us the power. You want to fuck little kids? You can do that. We don't care. That's what they're saying. That's what the left has said. The teacher from Texas, you heard her say it this last week. Don't pick on those that, that want to have sex with the little five-year-olds. Don't call them a pedophile. They're minor attracted persons. They're trying to soften the blow, folks, because that's the next thing they want to allow. I said it when the gay marriage thing came out. I, I said when they, as soon as gay marriage is approved and becomes the norm, they'll go after kids next. They, they won't be happy until they've got it all. It's the days of Rome, the fall of Sodom and Gomorrah. It's no different. We keep repeating the same things over and over and over again. And it's what leads to war. And we're trying to stop that from happening. Joe, Joe's, the, Joe's calling for war here. He's saying, there, they're the problem. They're a threat. We've got to address this threat. So we're going to have a war on the people that, that are the threat to our nation. That's what he's saying here. There's no reading between the lines. This is exactly what he's saying. This is the message to his followers. You now have permission to go punch a Nazi in the mouth. If they disagree with you, they're a Nazi. They get to do whatever you get to do to them, whatever you want. I've given you permission. That's what we're saying here. That's what he's saying here. It's not. It can never be an acceptable tool. <laughs> so I want to say this plain and simple. There is no place for political violence in America, period. None, ever. Okay, Joe, then let's, let's go back over the footage of the last two years. Let's go to the footage of all the riots and all the looting and everything, and, and let's start getting some actual arrest from those events. We've got, we've got men sitting in prison right now for over a year without bail, without having to, a trial. They're sitting there for... Regressing or addressing grievances against their government, a right that they have spelled out in the Constitution. They're sitting in jail for using their free speech in a building that they fucking own. It's our building. There shouldn't be any trespassing on government property. You fucking own it. I paid for it. You paid for it. It's ours. Joe to say that there's no 
There's no excuse for political violence after what we've seen over the last six, seven years. Really, Joe? Then lead by example. Start putting those people in jail. He won't, because this right here is the dog whistle for those people to be allowed to do what they want because now they're fighting fascism. That In their mind, that's what they believe. They believe that they're fighting. Keep in mind, the people who believe that they're fighting against fascism are the people who didn't want you to be able to have a job if you didn't take a medication that they wanted you to take. That you shouldn't be able to go and travel if you don't take a medication they want you to take. That you shouldn't be able to fly. You shouldn't be able to visit your grandparents or, or go to the hospital or do any of these things. You shouldn't have these rights. You shouldn't be able to have a, an organ transplant if you don't take the drug that they want you to take. They think we're the fascist. The people who say that they have the right to tell you what to say and what to call them, that the words come out of your, the words, they have control over the words coming out of your mouth. And we're the fascist. That they will teach your children what they want to teach them and you have no right or no authority over those children. They do. They believe that we're the fascists. They have no idea what they're doing. They don't even realize it. They're locked in. And the only way to unlock someone is to unalive them. Many times. <laughs> my, mass psychosis is proven time and time again. The only way to break my, mass psychosis is where they lose everything, which is what happened with the, um, uh, what was it? The, uh, the, the, the tulip, was it tulips? I think it was tulips uh, in the Netherlands. Um, the tulips had become, was it tulips? I can't remember. It was a flower that become basically, their, their, their whole economy was based on this flower. And when it collapsed, it collapsed. Everybody thought it would go on forever because you could grow money. These flowers were so, so well, you know, prized around the globe that, that it was never going to end. And when it collapsed, they didn't see it coming. Well, that's what's happening here. The left believes, they have this cognitive dissonance that they believe that what they're doing is the right thing. They don't see how they're aligned with everything that the Germans did, the Nazis did in 1938. They do not see that. They think that shutting you up in their mind, we shouldn't ever have to hear anything that we, we don't want to hear. I have the right not to be offended. That's what they believe. No one has that right. How do I know? It's not enumerated, you motherfuckers. You dumb cunts. I, I don't know what to say, folks. <laughs> this, is, this is the day that I've been worried about. What I've been preaching the last, the last six months in particular, this day, this speech right here is what has concerned me most. This day coming. This is the dog whistle. This is the permission to do as you will. They're the enemy. We're the ones in the right. Follow me and we'll push America forward. But you don't get to see what happened with the election in 2020 and you're going to lose your rights and you're going to own nothing and be happy. And they clap for it. The fucking sheep clap for it. You saw law enforcement brutally attacked on January the 6th. And that wasn't right. Election officials, poll workers, many of them volunteers of both parties, subject to intimidation and death threats. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I haven't heard about that. So I'll, I'll take your word for it, Joe. So, uh, so, so, so maybe that happened. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. I don't know whether to trust you or not anymore. I'm going to not trust you. I think that what you just said is a lie. I'm just going to say that because everything so far out of your mouth is a lie. So I'm going to assume that the intimidation is another, the, 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 the charge of intimidation against poll workers and election workers is another uh, projection that that's what you're going to do or have done. Can you believe it? FBI agents just doing their job as directed, facing <laughs> threats to their own lives from their own fellow citizens. 
top of that. Oh, my God. After the last two years, the FBI, well, after the last six years, the fucking FBI, you're, you're supporting the FBI after they've been caught in lie after lie after lie after lie after lie? Seriously, Joe? Seriously? Well, let's just take a look at this. L listen to this clip. This is from Fox News, and this young lady lays it out perfectly, perfectly, as to what's happened with the FBI over the last six years and why they cannot, not should not, cannot be trusted. The very last people on earth who should be trusted in any dispute of this nature is the FBI. The FBI admitted already that they'd fabricated evidence to go get a search warrant to spy on the Trump campaign. Yep. They have done very little other than meddle in elections, going yep. back to the 2016 election. Preach. They meddled in that election in two ways, both by weaponizing Hillary Clinton's bought and paid for Russia collusion hoax, but also by downplaying the problems posed by Hillary Clinton. In 2018, they'd already known for a year that there was nothing to the Russia collusion hoax, at best, if exactly. they ever believed it. Exactly. They had that Mueller probe going on and on for years to meddle yep. in that election. In 2020, we just had Mark Zuckerberg admitting that the FBI had told him to suppress information, mm -hmm. and you had all those intelligence agencies, agents falsely claiming that uh, the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation, and now they're meddling in this election, too. I mean, everyone knows that the Democrats control everything in D.C., yep. their policies are <laughs> deeply unpopular, and so they're doing this raid in order to meddle in this election and then also in the subsequent one. This is a disaster for the FBI, and people in D.C. can pretend like the these leaks and these court filings are anything different than what we've experienced since they began their war against Trump. But I think most of America says enough is enough and they need to stop. Amen. That's exactly what's going on in our country right now. That right there is the most, the most, the biggest threat that we have. The clear and present danger to our republic is the FBI and what they've done and the actions that they've taken over the last six or seven years. And, and, and God only knows what they've been doing prior to that. What other things have they been involved in that we have thought were scandals or conspiracies and that they were involved in, that they started that? That's why I have no faith in what Joe is saying here. I have no faith in the Democrat Party or, or Joe's leadership because he has, an, he has a rogue FBI and not just a rogue FBI agent. He has a rogue FBI as an organization that they're using their power as a political weapon against the, the people of America. What she said is 100% spot on. The FBI, it's not that they shouldn't be. They cannot be trusted. They are not working for the American people. They are not working for the Constitution. They are working for personal gain. And I'm going to say this out front. If you're an, a, an FBI agent and you know of wrongdoing and you refuse to step forward because you want to keep your job or you want to keep your head down, you're the enemy of the people as well. If you knew wrongdoing and you refuse to stand, you refuse to stand up because, well, nothing will ever happen or I'll lose my job, that's the cost of the job that you have. That's the trust that we put into you. The trust that we've given you as a nation is that you do the right thing when you've got that power. You have to stand up. You have to be the leader. You have the information. You've got to step forward. It, it, you've swore an oath to the Constitution. If you see violations of constitutional rights or the Constitution, it's your duty to stand up. That's why I don't believe that there are very many people in the FBI that are honorable. Because they know what's going on. They know what's happening behind the scenes. I mean, look at any company. I, I, it doesn't matter. The FBI is a small group. It's no different than a company. You go to work for a company. How long does it take you at working in that company to find out who's fucking who? 
Who's having an affair on the side? Who's the alcoholic? Who's the drug addict? Who's the guy that likes to come in late, not do his job and leave early? You realize all those things within the first six months of getting in. If you've been in an organization for 15, 20 years, you know everything and everyone about that organization. So these, as Sean Hannity calls them, the rank and file of the FBI, who he respects so much, if you know what's going on and you refuse to step up, I don't have any respect for you and you're just as culpable as the people actually taking action. If you stay silent while you see crimes happening as an FBI agent, you're just as culpable as they are. Prove me wrong. Today, yesterday, and the day before, predicting and all but calling for mass violence and rioting in the streets. Again, these are lies. This is inflammatory. We're not calling for that. It's dangerous. It is dangerous. It's against the rule of law. It is not against the rule of law, by the way. It's calling for violence against your government <laughs> is not, that's a First Amendment protected right. I have the right to say I want a new government. I want this government gone. I want Joe gone. I have the right to say that. I even have the right to say that I want to call for his removal by force if necessary. It's protected speech. It's protected speech. In fact, not only is it protected speech, it the Constitution gives me the authority to say that, to remove him. They serve at our pleasure, people. They serve at our pleasure. We tell them what they get to do. We the people, not them. You're no longer part of we the people when you're part of government. When you operate this way. A person who's part of the we, the people, sees that, hey, I'm not going to make special rules that make it easier for me than them. The median income in this country is somewhere around $50,000, and, and Congress thinks it's, a, it's all right to give themselves a, pay, a, 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 a paycheck that is four times the, the, the median income in this country, the average. They deal for themselves, folks. It's time that we rectify this. So speaking out is not calling for violence. It's only violence if you resist. If you, if we, we spoke out in November. We spoke out and put Donald Trump in office and you stole the election. We spoke out then and you silenced our voices. And then you silenced our voices about the elections. We have not been able to speak freely about these elections. Hillary Clinton can go on national TV and say that the election in 2016 was stolen. But if I go on YouTube and say the 2020 election was stolen, I get fucking dinged. I get canceled. Something happened in 2020. We want to know what it is, Joe. That's why you're under threat. That's why your presidency is under threat. That's why this nation is on the, on the precipice of civil war is because of the 2020 election and the Democrats will not come clean on what happened. And we, the people, must say this is not who we are. It is not who we are. I agree with you, Joe. We're not cheaters. You are. Come clean. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't be pro-ex... Uh, pro Pro-insurrectionist and pro-American. They're incompatible. We can't allow violence to be normalized in this country. It's wrong. Then why don't you go after the people? You know what? We know why they're not going after the people in California and the people that committed violence in, in Ferguson and the people who committed violence in Waukesha and all these other places that we've seen. Why aren't we hearing about that? Why didn't you go after them? You didn't because they're on your side. Stop using this, folks. If, if, if it's okay for them to do, it's okay for us to do. If they can go destroy cities, we can destroy cities. It's a free country. 
You don't get special rights. If they refuse to indict or charge these people uh, guilty of doing these crimes over the last six or seven years, then it's okay for us to do. We've just got to be willing to make the sacrifice. That's the, that's the argument. I'm not advocating for violence. I don't want that. I've got two sons and three grandchildren, a loving wife. I've got great people in my life. I don't want any harm to come to them. I don't want any harm to come to you. I don't want any harm to come to anyone. But history shows us that it's going to have to happen because the bullies, we've tried to talk to them. We've taken them to court. They won't back down because what they've done now is they've got groupies or followers, minions in the courts. And the courts are part of what they're doing. And so what they've done is they've bastardized the entire system. And unless we clean house, and I'm advocating for doing it peacefully. I'm advocating for doing it through the elections. But I fear that the elections are not going to happen. I fear that what Joe has done here is that Joe has given the left permission to act up. And as soon as we react, then they'll say, see? See the violence they've created? They'll blame it all on us. Now, am I advocating for standing down and doing nothing? Absolutely not. You come to my city to burn it? What what Kyle Rittenhouse taught us and what the courts have taught us is that we have the right to defend ourselves. You show up in my neighborhood doing your bullshit? I'll be judged by 12. I will not be carried by six. We each have to reject political violence with with all the moral clarity and conviction this nation can muster. We've tried, Joe. Now. We've tried. We can't let the integrity of our elections be undermined. I agree. For that is a path to chaos. (laughs) Look, I know politics can be fierce and mean and nasty in America. I get it. I believe in the give and take of politics, in disagreement and debate and dissent. We're a big, complicated... Did you hear that? He believes in dissent, that we should have a right to say that we don't agree with what happened. He's saying, in one breath, he's saying, I believe in all of these things. I believe in freedom of speech. You can dissent against your government, as long as it's not against mine. Have you, have you tried to dissent on social media? You can't, you, don't, you can't have dissent on social media against the left. They silence you. They only want one voice, theirs. That's all. Hate a country. But democracy endures only if we, the people, respect the guardrails of the republic. Only if... First time he's used the term republic. Did you hear that? If we, the people, accept the results of free and fair elections... Then open the books, Joe. Only if we, the people, see politics not as total war, but mediation of our differences. Exactly. That's what it's supposed to be. But when our voices are silenced, when we can't speak freely, when we're taken down from the town squares, the, 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 the digital devices that we have in our hands, allow us now to have a town square anywhere on the planet. This right here, what I'm doing right here is nothing different than me getting on a soapbox in the middle of Philadelphia Square and, and saying what I believe about our, our nation in 1775. It's no fucking different. But what they're saying now is that, well, I, you're in front of my store. You, you, you can't say that in front of my store. You can't, you can't do that on my platform because I don't, I don't believe what you believe in. And we're going to silence you. And then we're going to allow everybody else to say mean things about you on here. That's where we are, folks. Listen closely to what he says next. Democracy cannot survive 
We're not a democracy. One side believes there are only two outcomes to an election. Either they win or they were cheated. Well, what did, what did Hillary say about 2016? What did Hillary say about 2016 with no fucking evidence whatsoever? Not a shred of evidence other than uh, they think that Russia may have bought $175,000 worth of ads, digital ads, on Facebook. That's the only thing that they really have. There's no other proof. The only, the only proof that they have is the CIA and their 17 intelligence organizations that said that it was Russia, Russia, Russia that meddled in the election. Now, let me keep keep in mind that that same group of people are the ones that said that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. See the commonality here? When liars tell you to believe their lies because of who they are, that's from a position of authority. You have to believe them because they're in a position of authority regardless of what the facts are. And that's where we are. And that's where the MAGA Republicans are today. Nope. We just want the truth, Joe. Open the books. They don't understand what every patriotic American knows. You can't love your country only when you win. Listen to that. Coming from a group that for the last 20 years have been telling us how bad America is how terrible it is that we've got to fundamentally change the direction of this nation. That's what Obama said. Are you enjoying this change so far? Are you enjoying Obama's hope campaign? Or are you liking Build Back Better so far? How's that 6 and $7 a gallon gas working for you? The call for electrifying everything. They're going to electrify everything. We're, we're going to, to be in electric cars, and that's how we get around. They're going to be able to control everything that you do at a flip of a button. They want to be able to control that car. And by the way, for those of you who don't believe that that is possible, Tesla and, and uh, BMW are already doing it. They can turn features on and off inside your car if you pay for them or not. You can have heated seats in the winter if you pay an extra $15 a month. Mm-hmm. That's the control they want. Now, I know it sounds, it sounds crazy when you say it out loud, but they're already doing it. Look what just happened, what was it, in Denver, where they took control of the thermostats inside people's homes and wouldn't allow them to t turn them down below 90 because the, the grid couldn't take it. Gavin Newsom tells everybody, hey, we're going we're gonna to go to electric cars. Everything's going to be electric by 2035. Two days later, he says, I'm sorry, guys, you can't charge your electric cars. The grid's not powerful enough. Can't take it. They're going to increase all of these electric cars without increasing the grid. They're not going to put any money into that bullshit. They don't want you traveling. They don't want you having freedom. They don't want you being able to move around freely. No. They need complete control. The only way they get complete control is by controlling everything in your life electronically. Say something we don't like, turn off your phone. Say something that we don't like, turn off your car. Say something we don't like, turn off your thermostat. Say something we don't like, Take away your rights and silence your voice. We've already seen the tactics. We've already seen how they work. If given more control, do you think that this issue will get better or worse? Do you think that the people who are trying to silence those that they don't agree with, do you think that they'll relent and allow you to speak freely once they have their way? They can't. It gets worse. They clamp down even harder. History has shown us that time and time again. The bungling buffoon continues. It's fundamental. American democracy only works only if we choose to respect 
the rule of law and the institutions that were set up in this chamber behind me. I agree, Joe. I agree. Let's look into your son's laptop. It's the FBI, the people that you're looking up to, they've had that, that, that piece of equipment for over two years. Let's look into it. They don't even know where it is right now, according to Ray. They have no idea where that fucking laptop is. And we're supposed to believe them? Only if we respect our legitimate political differences. I will not... Again... Did you hear? Did you hear how he qualified that? You got to listen to these speeches. Legitimate political differences, meaning that he'll qualify what's legitimate or not. We're not talking about that. We're not going to discuss that. I, I don't. That's not an issue for me. No, no, no we're not going to. Again, legitimate. That's a disqualifier or a qualifier, depending on how you look at it. We're only going to talk about the legitimate ideas. Well, who gets to determine if they're legitimate? Well, we do. That's what's dangerous, folks. All ideas should be open, regardless of legitimate or otherwise. Stand by and watch. I will not, the will of the American people, be overturned by wild conspiracy theories. Here we go. And baseless evidence-free claims of fraud. I will not stand by and watch elections in this country Here we go. stolen by people who simply refuse to accept that they lost. There you go. That's what they believe. He refuses to even address it. I will not do this. I will not honor them. I won't even I won't even include them in my thoughts on a daily basis. Won't do it. Not legitimate. That's a problem, folks. I as as a as a citizen have legitimate concerns about the 2020 election. I have real concerns about the 2022 election based on what I know about the 2020 election. Those are legitimate concerns. You don't get to determine what's legitimate or not legitimate. The American people do. We, the people do, Joe. I will not stand by and watch the most fundamental freedom in this country, the freedom to vote and have your vote counted and be taken from you and the American people. Look. Okay, he fucked that line up. He couldn't even read it right. As your president, I will defend our democracy with every fiber of my being. And I'm asking <laughs> every American. And the six hours I'm awake every day, I will give you every ounce of energy that I have. In the three and a half that I'm actually working. And to join me. <clears throat> oh, my God. This is a train wreck, folks. And a call to war. Throughout our history, America's often made the greatest progress. Here we go. Listen closely. Coming out of some of our dark. In the background right here, I don't know if you'll be able to hear it in the podcast here, but in the background, there's a guy with a bullhorn that starts yelling, fuck Joe Biden, fuck Joe Biden, fuck Joe Biden. It just went on forever. And he finally acknowledges it. Darkest moments like you're hearing that bullhorn. There we go. I believe we can and must do that again. And we are. MAGA Republicans look at America and see carnage and darkness and despair. We do not. We see hope. We see that city on a hill. That's what we're aiming for. But we have to have law and order to do it. Keep in mind, folks, this is the same fucking party that just a year and a half ago were calling for the decertification or the, 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 um, the defunding, rather, the defunding of all police departments across the nation. Now they're saying they're law and order. They were calling for the defunding of police across the nation. They defunded police departments across the nation. Police officers were fired. And they're still touting their law and order. Listen closely to what he says here. This is the call to war. They spread fear and lies. Lies told for profit and power. But I see a different America. An America with an unlimited future. 
On America that's about to take off. <laughs> I hope you see it as well. Just look around. <laughs> We're about to take off, folks. We're about to take off. The economy's about to come roaring back. Did you see the numbers two days ago? It's not. It's not. 13.9 million homes, or people are currently, 13.9 million households are either going to lose their home to foreclosure or lose it due to not paying rent. 13.9 million. Three to five million people are going to lose their homes in the next 60 days. They're going to lose a place to live. That's six, And by the way, when I say people, those are families. Those are not people. Those are families. Three to five million families that are going to lose a place to live in the next 60 days. That's coming from the Census Bureau. Yet it's roaring back. This is Joe's America, folks. I believe we could lift America from the depths of COVID. So we passed the largest economic recovery package since Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And today, America's economy is faster, stronger really? than any other really? advanced nation you believe that? in the world. You believe we have that? more to go. Really? Is, your, is the economy really taking off? Do you see it happening? Ford just laid off 3,000 employees. They're getting ready to close dealerships across the country because they're changing the model. How many, how many Ford dealerships do you think are going to be impacted across this country? What they're doing is they're going to put in, 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 in medium-sized cities. If you've got three, three Ford dealerships in or around you, you're going to have one. You're going to have one to choose from. That's it. That's all. If you're in a large market, you may have two or three. That's it. They're getting rid of the dealerships, folks. How many jobs is that going to impact? Yet, we're expecting that the economy is going to come roaring back. When was the last time that you had the opportunity to go, to go look for a new car? You can't get them right now. Uh, they're hard to find, and when they are, they're expensive. Why are they expensive? Because the people in power have allowed this to happen. They stopped the entire planet from working for, for several months, and, and, and now we've got shortages and so on. We, it's not coming back unless we take it back. We don't return to 2019 doing what they're doing in 2020, 2021, and 2022. It doesn't work. We've tried three fucking years of this bullshit. It doesn't work. I believe we could build a better America. So we passed the biggest infrastructure investment since President Dwight D. Eisenhower. He's absolutely right. They did. They called it an infrastructure bill. Infrastructure is buildings, bridges, roads, etc. Only 9% of that $1.7 trillion, $1.7 trillion, only 9% goes to actual infrastructure. The rest of it goes to their Green New Deal. Cozying up with their buddies and, and funding, funding more cylindras, more boondoggles like that. That's where that money went. 9% is all they put towards infrastructure. 9%. Um, that's basically $107 billion. $17 billion. $17 billion. Is that right? $1.7? Yeah, I think it's $17 billion. Or $170 billion. It's $170 billion. $170 billion is what they put towards infrastructure. The rest of the $1.7 trillion is going to everything else. They're lying to you, folks. Right to your face. And they're selling it like they're doing the right thing. This message to the left, they eat it up. Read through the lines of what he's actually saying here. That's why I'm breaking it apart. The whole speech, now this will probably be a three-hour podcast because you've got to understand what he's saying and the lie that he's telling in the middle of the lie. You've got to see what he just said. You've got to be able to read between the lines. And now it's not even reading between the lines. They're saying it clearly. You're the enemy. And we've now embarked on a decade of rebuilding the nation's roads 
bridges, highways, ports, water systems, high speed internet. 9%. 9% of that money. 9%. That's all. 9% is all that's going to what he just said. Listen to these fucking sheep clap. They have no fucking idea what he's fucking saying. They don't do any research. They don't look at what he, they look at the promise. They look at the fucking headline. Like too many people in this country, they read the headline and they take that as the story. The story's in the third paragraph. You have to read into the body of it. The headline is not the story. That's to get your attention. That's to grab you. That's what I do for a living. That's why I can read this shit so easily. I do it on a daily basis. I know how to write something that you, that, that, that you uh, get your attention. That's all they want. It's clickbait. The real story, what really is going on is in the third or fourth or fifth paragraph. Stop reading the headline because that's what they do. This right here is exactly what they do. That's a headline because that's what the left will say. Joe said this and not tell you that they only spent 9% of that $1.7 trillion. 9% on actual bridges, roads, and water plants and all the other stuff he's fucking bragging about. 9%. I believe we could make America safer. So we passed the most significant gun safety law since President Clinton. So that's an attack on your Second Amendment rights. Shall not be infringed is pretty fucking clear. You've got to be a fucking moron not to be able to understand shall not be infringed. I believe we could go from being the Highest cost of prescriptions in the world to making prescription drugs and healthcare more affordable. So we passed the most significant healthcare oh reform since President Obama signed the Affordable Care Act. Oh my God. And how did that work out? How did Obama's Affordable Care uh, Act work? How did that work? The ACA, how did that actually work? Uh, it, did it deliver on the promises that they said? Did any of that work out the way that they said? No, because what it did is it just lined their pockets. It lined their pockets. I'll give you an example of how this works, folks. Do you know why you have to wear a seatbelt in your car? It's not for your safety. It has nothing to do with your safety. It had to do with saving insurance companies money. What they realized is that in the states that had uh, seatbelt laws, that there, if there was an accident, it didn't cost them as much. And so what they did is it wasn't about your safety. It was about the insurance companies not paying out as much in benefits. That's all it was about. So there's a law in place that you can get a ticket for not wearing a seatbelt so the insurance company saves fucking money. That's what you understand. You have to understand the dynamics of why these groups send lobbyists to, D to D.C. It's either to make money or to save money. No other reason. Oh, oh okay, okay, power. That's the other reason, to, to gain power. But that goes along with money. If you've got money, you got power. And by the way, that's not just here in a capitalist uh, society. That's in all societies. If you have financial uh, power, you have power. If you have financial resources, you have power. People listen to you because you have money. And it's not a stretch of an imagination to think that. But Joe here, not Joe, fucking morons. We are lost, folks. We're lost. And We're I doomed. believe we could, create, we could create a clean energy future and save the planet. So we passed the most important climate initiative ever, ever, ever. Ever, ever, ever. What is he, five? The cynics and the critics tell us nothing can get done. Not while the developing nations are still bur burning coal like we were at the beginning of the century in, in, in the late 1800s, early 1900s. 
We're clamping down. We're destroying our economy as they don't do anything. China's not going to do anything for another 30 years. They're not going along with this, this, uh, the, this agreement. They know what it'll do, the, the impact it'll make on their society and their culture and their finances. They know this. They refuse to go along with it. India is the same way. So you get two of the largest economies on the planet, two of the largest com- countries with uh, po- populations, and we're supposed to let them burn and we destroy what we've built over the last 250-some years? Fuck you, Joe. But they're wrong. There is not a single thing America cannot do, not a single thing beyond our capacity if we do it together. He's right Never there. Easy. He's right. That's part of his right. America, no matter how long the road, progress does come. No matter how long the road. What he's saying there, re- reading between the lines, no matter how long the road may be. Translation, no longer how, no matter how long you have to suffer. No matter how long you have to, to not have anything. It's worth it, folks. It's worth it. You see, I can do this all day long. It's a style. He's very bad at it because he's, he has dementia. He doesn't know how to turn the word. He doesn't know how to get you to pay attention. He, he doesn't go up and down with it. He doesn't deli- Now he's just screaming. For the rest of the speech, all he will do is scream. The entire speech. Because he's gotten to that angry mode of dementia. That's what he's best at right now, is anger. Because the number one issue with dementia patients is as they progress into the final stages, it's anger all the time. Fly off the handle. Anger. That's where Joe is right now. Look, I know the last year, a few years have been tough, but today, COVID no longer controls our lives. <laughs> More Americans are working than ever. By the way, did you see that the NIH added ivermectin as a treatment for COVID? After all this time, doctors going to going losing their licenses. You know, all the bullshit that happened over the last two years, and then the NIH secretly adds it and hydroxychloroquine back to the treatment regimen for COVID-19. Let that sink in. After everything that we've gone through, they've returned to what we've been screaming for the last two years. It's time, folks. What, what you've been waiting for for the last two years, we're there. This is it. If you are not willing to make the sacrifice to take your time and go talk to your congressperson, go talk to your city councilman, go talk to your school board, if you're not going to take the time to get involved right now, it's lost. That's why they're doing what they're doing. They know how important these elections are. If they lose these elections, they're fucked. That's why they're doing what they're doing. They cannot allow the elections to happen. They know they're lost. If it's allowed to happen free and fair, they know they've lost. This is a last gap, last gasping measure to be able to control the American people. If, if this election is allowed to happen, they lose control. And when they lose control and push back, <laughs> folks, I don't think you understand how important this is. Because when this happens, People like myself and others that have been fighting for the last two years over this, we will keep their feet to the fire. We will be in D.C. We will be in state capitals making sure that they're doing the right thing, that we get our rights back, that we come back to being a constitutionally run nation. We root out the corruption. We root out the graft. It's time, and it only comes if you demand it. If you sit there and you say, well, nothing will ever happen, nothing will ever happen. You have to demand it as well. You have to be a voice. 
It can't just be me on the radio and, and on podcasts and on social media ranting and raving like a crazy man, like the, the old man. Hey, kids, get off my lawn. It can't just be me. It can't just be Steve Bannon. It can't just be Dan Bongino or all the others. We need your voices. You have to show up. That's the power of the left. They fucking show up. They do their duty. They don't sit there and say nothing's ever going to happen. They actually get out in the streets and make it happen. Right now, today, is that the charge for you? That's what I'm challenging you to do, is to get involved. To get involved in your community. Or become the leader that you're wanting someone else to be. Become that leader. We're going to be calling for rallies here in the next few weeks. We're going to do it across the nation. We want you to join us. We want these to be peaceful events. But that doesn't mean that we don't, we can't stand our ground. We know it's going to happen, folks. And unless you stand up now, <laughs> there's a term out there being used, especially by the people on, uh, on the far right, the Q people, that are saying that, well, if we stand up, that's the excuse that they'll use. Yep, you're right. You're right. What excuse are you going to use? How far do they have to go before, you're, before you'll have an excuse? How far, do you have to, how far do they have to take your children? Do your children have to be molested? And you told that you don't have the right, that your child decided at, at 14 or 13 or 9 that they really wanted to be touched like that by another adult. It was their choice. You don't have any say-so. They're a human being. They, they have their own choices. This is what they'll do. This is the ideology that they have. This is the justification that they'll use. So how, how far do they have to go before you have a reason? Is it taking your guns? Is it teaching your children that they're an oppressor or a victim based on their skin color? What reason do you have to have before you react? You keep saying that, well, they'll just, they'll just use that as an excuse or as a reason. What's your excuse? What's your reason? When will you stand? If you don't know that, if there's not a line that you have in the sand, then it'll never happen. You'll never do it. You'll complain, you'll bitch, you'll moan, and you'll wait for somebody else to stand to defend your rights because that's who you are. The challenge to you is, is when will you stand? What's that red line? What is the excuse or reason that you have to push back? Think of Kyle Rittenhouse. He's running from the mob. They're chasing him. He falls. They come to attack him. There was a moment that he had a reason, and he reacted. What's your reason? What's your excuse? They have one. They already have the excuse, folks. They're not waiting on one. Their plan is moving forward whether we go and protest or not. Their, 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 their plan is moving forward whether we get violent or not. They're not stopping. They're threatening you right now. If you stand up, you're the threat and we will come after you. That's what they're doing right now. It's no different than a bully. This is just a higher produced version of the bully on the playground. All he's saying is, well, if you want to come at me, I've got all these people behind me to support me. You've got to fight them too. He's puffing his chest out. I want you to think he's tougher than he is. That's why he has these Marines standing behind him. He's showcasing not only to the American people, but to the world that he has the U.S. military to support him in what he's going to do in calling out the MAGA Republicans. It's all for show, folks. This is a weak old man 
shaking in his boots because he knows in 70-some days that the elections are going to come, and if they happen, and they're free and fair, that he is going to fucking hang by his neck. He and all of his followers, he knows what he's done. They know it was treason. They know that they overthrew the government and they had a, 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 a fraudulent election and they've been in office pulling the strings for two years. They know what's going to happen. That's why they're pulling out all stops. Businesses are growing. Our schools are open. <laughs> Millions of Americans have been lifted out of poverty. Really? Where? Here? In the U.S.? Come on, Joe. What the fuck are you smoking? I got to get some of that shit. Millions of veterans once exposed to toxic burn pits will now get what they deserve for their families and the compensation. And again, do you hear what they're doing? This is a left issue. They're going to they're going to give this money to these poor people who were victims of burn pits. But they made it they made it a political football. The right conservatives, they wanted to vote on that. They were all in until Democrats put the poison pill in the bill with the leftist bullshit that they want to add. And the only reason they did that is is that they they <laughs> they wanted to be able to use it as a weapon in the fall elections that these Republicans refused to to help you as a, as a as a veteran. And sadly, far too many of our American citizens are naive, either naive or are ignorant of the facts. So they're uninformed voters and when they hear this this ploy from the side, well they we wanted to give you the money for the burn pits, but the right wouldn't do it. They don't tell you that they were putting in pork in those packages that the, the that the the right could not they couldn't vote for. Why couldn't they vote for them? Because then the right <laughs> on the right side of it let's let's say let's say that Jim Jordan votes for it. We'll put in or Matt Gates votes for it, right? Well, in the next election Matt's opponent if he has one will use that against Matt that he voted for a pro-left package, even though it was in the veterans package. The right will use it against him. So the best thing to do is to not vote it on it at all and let only the left come at you instead of having both sides come at you because that's what they'll do. If, if you vote with Democrats, they say, well, he's one of us. He's one of the Republicans we can trust. And if you vote against him, he's a threat to democracy. You see how it goes? You have to understand how they fight this. They've always got a pivot. They've always got some place that they can go that removes accountability or responsibility towards them and places it on someone else or some other group. American manufacturers come alive across the heartland. Bullshit. And the future will be made in America. <laughs> Not under your leadership, it won't, Joe. No matter what the white supremacists and the extremists oh say. God. Where are they? Raise your hand if you've seen or met a white supremacist in the last year, the last 10 years. I'm originally from Martinsville, Indiana. Martinsville, Indiana in, in Indiana was known as the, the heart of the KKK in Indiana. You can't find anybody in Martinsville, Indiana in the KKK anymore. This white supremacy bullshit is a goddamn dog whistle. Most of us, I don't know about you, but in my family, we're made up of everybody. Whites, blacks, Hispanics. I've got Asian cousins. When I say Asian cousins, I mean actual Japanese Americans. My cousins were born in Japan. My uncle went to Japan, was there for 15 years, married a woman there, had kids there. My cousins are Japanese Americans. I've got everybody in my family. I'm not a racist. I'm not a xenophobe. I love them all. But I don't love them because of the slant of their eyes, the color of their skin. I love them because they're my family. I love them because I love their hearts. They're in my heart. 
And if I love them, regardless of their skin color, then I can do that with anybody else on the planet. I do. I don't judge people by their skin color. That's what the left does. The left puts everybody in categories. I don't call people African-American. I call them American. They're not Japanese-American unless they actually came from Japan. My cousins are Japanese-Americans. They have Japanese citizen, uh, citizenship. They have American citizenship. They are the, the, uh, the offspring of an American citizen, but in Japan. They are Japanese-American because their mom is Japanese. It's not, it's not hard to, to explain. But they're Japanese-Americans. Now, their children, born here, are Americans. They're not Japanese-Americans. They're, they're Americans of Japanese descent. If you're a person of color, you're not a, an African-American. You don't know where you... Africa, <laughs> Africa is a continent. That'd be like calling us American, you know, American-Europeans. It makes no sense at all. Stupidest thing you're... We're, we're, we're an American. I'm not an American. You, you go to Europe and you live in Europe. You're not an American European. You're an American. That's where you came from. Now, your kids, they're raised in Europe. They were born in Europe. They're Europeans. But Joe here, Joe and his group, they want to divide us. And that's why the Democrats put us into these categories. And that's why they go to the, they separate people. And then they go to these little groups and they say, okay, we want to side with you. What do you guys want? We'll work with you. We'll let you do anything you want, but you've got to give us power and you've got to take to the streets and fight for us. And when, and when we over here have a problem over here, um, let's say the black community has a problem. You've got to show up for us, LGBTQ. You've got to show up and help us defend. And black community, when they have a problem, you've got to do the same. It's, it's what the unions do. You see how it all ties together? It's the mentality of the unions. We're going to use the, the strength of power, the strength of numbers to get our way. It hasn't changed. They spread it across everything. That is their ideology. And that's why what Joe has done here is so fucking dangerous. The moron continues. I made a bet on you, the American people, and that bet is paying off. <laughs> proving that from darkness, <laughs> he is the so darkness of angry. Charlottesville, of COVID, of gun violence, of insurrection, we can see the light. <laughs> light is now visible. <laughs> light that will guide us forward. He's 18 minutes Not in. Not only in words, but... I think, I think he, he's 18 minutes in. I, I think that his drugs are starting to wear off. And actions, actions for you, for your children, for your grandchildren, for America. Even in this moment, with all the challenges we face, I give you my word as a Biden, I've never been more optimistic about America's future. His word as a Biden? That coming from the plagiarist? Corn pop? I mean, just in the personal stories he's, he's told, we know he's a liar, let alone what he's done politically. And I'm supposed to w believe in the word of a Biden? Are you fucking insane, you old goat? Not because of me, but because of who you are. We're going to end cancer as we know it. Mark my word. He's been saying that since Obama put him in charge of it. They haven't done a thing. Joe's little foundation that he, he formed for Bo, right? It was a money laundering scheme. Go look into it. Birds. We're going to create millions of new jobs in a clean energy economy. Oh We're going to God. think big. We're going to make the 21st century another American century because the world needs us to. So we're going to be an American century, but we have to destroy the America that we have now to do that. How, how do you make something stronger by destroying what it is initially? 
You don't make it stronger. That's not making it, it's rebuilding it. But, you, but you're destroying it first. It was already strong. We had the most prosperous, prosperous economy in our nation's history. Unemployment at record lows. Unemployment for black and Hispanics at historic lows. All-time lows. And that's building back better? We're building back better. We tore everything down. We, we sh- it's not building back better. Think about what's happening. I mean, everything is being destroyed. Every institution in our nation is being destroyed. That's not necessary to make a stronger and more prosperous nation. You don't have to destroy it to make it better. You reinforce it. You, you increase training for police officers so they don't beat people to death. You go more training so that they know what their actual rights are. Right now, you've seen these audits that people go around and walk around with cameras outside police stations. All of a sudden, the police show up going, hey, what you doing here? And they want to arrest the person for, for videotaping the police station. Well, the police have to know that that's a, that's a protected activity. That they have the right, as, a, as an American citizen, you have the right to do that. They have to know that. We should be auditing our officials, not just the police department. We should be auditing our officials on a regular basis. Surprising to me, uh, the, well, I guess, you know, in our current situation, it shouldn't be surprising at all that uh, how many, how many, <laughs> how many of our politicians have no fucking idea, have no fucking idea what the law is or what the Constitution is. And how do I know that? Because Joe and his ilk, his minions, continually use the term democracy when we are a republic. That's where we need to focus our energy. Not in the past, not on divisive culture wars, not on the politics of grievance. Well, that's what you guys do, though. The, 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 the social justice bullshit, that's from your side. The, the grievances for the last 250 years, that's from your side. We're not complaining about what happened 200 years ago or 100 years ago or five years ago. That's you guys. That's the left. But on a future we can build together. The MAGA Republicans believe that for them to succeed, everyone else has to fail. Wrong. We want to bring everybody else along with us. That's what Trump was doing. That's why the unemployment among blacks and Hispanics was at record lows. They were finally this, this one group that Democrats have done nothing for over the last 60 years. They said we've got a, the, the, you know, the war on poverty. They've done nothing. They've created more poverty. It was Trump that freed them, gave them the freedom to to start realizing the American dream. It was Trump that went to the HBCUs and said, here, we're going to fund you for a decade instead of you having to come hand out, uh, you know, hat in hand, asking us, begging us for money every year. That's Trump. Biden, by the way, got rid of that program. Discontinued the HBCU funding. Odd, huh? Save America, not like I believe about America. I believe America is big enough for all of us to succeed. It and is. That is the nation we're building, the nation where no, no one you're not. is left behind. When people are picked because of their skin color, like what Bank of America has just done in cities around the country, where if you're a person of color, you get zero down financing for your home, that screams racism. That screams redlining. All the things they complain about, they do. They justify it in their head. This baby here is going to be too much of an inconvenience for me. I can't have a baby, so I'm going to kill it. 
It's too inconvenient. And they justified. It's my right. I get to do that. It's my body. But that's not your body anymore. What you're killing is not yours. If you leave it alone, that becomes a human being. If you allow that cake to bake, it'll become a human being. If you don't fuck with it, it'll become a human being. So it's not just a clump of cells. It's a human being, but they can justify it. That's what's happening here. I ran for president because I believe we're in a battle for the soul of this nation. I still believe that to be true. I believe the soul is the breath, the life, and the essence of who we are. The soul is what makes us us. The soul of America is defined by the sacred proposition that all are created equal. Yep. In the image of God. I agree, Joe. That all are entitled to be treated with decency, dignity, and respect. That all deserve yep. justice and a shot at lives of prosperity and consequence. And we all have it. We all have the opportunity to do that. Every single one of us. Sadly, the majority of Americans don't take advantage of that. And when their lives don't improve... And these speeches like this, they listen to this and go, well, why am, why am I not getting ahead? And then Joe turn around and say, you're not getting ahead because of them. It's them. It's their fault. They're, they're stealing your wealth from you. Steve Jobs, if you know this story, Steve Jobs became a billionaire by selling iPhones. That's how Steve Jobs himself became a billionaire. The iPhone sells for about $1,000. Do you know what Steve Jobs' take of that $1,000 phone was? How much do you think that he made personally that went into his bank account? For him, for every phone that was sold, how much did Steve Jobs make? What do you think that was? It's a $1,000 phone. So let's say, would it be fair to say $500? No, nah, that was too much. No, it wouldn't be that much. Uh-uh. What about, what about $400? Nope, still too much. Steve Jobs became a billionaire from the iPhone at $5 a piece. That's what he made on every phone. Around $5. On every phone that was sold, that's all he made. How did he steal wealth from anybody? People chose to, to buy those phones. They didn't have to have them. You don't have to have your phone. You really don't need it. How do I know? <laughs> because I lived in a time when you didn't need to have a phone. They pay phones everywhere. You got a problem? You got a quarter in your pocket. Those are the old days. I know that. I don't want to return to those days. I like being able to have a phone. But I'm not... I'm not going to say that Steve Jobs became a billionaire by ripping off and stealing from the public. He didn't. He supplied a service. The only people that rip off the American people are the government. They're the only ones that take and give nothing. It cost us more to build our roads by sending our dollars to D.C. It would, be, it would, it would make much more sense for that money to come directly from D.C., from the taxes on a federal level, to come directly to the states, as opposed to us taxing citizens in our state and then sending that money off to D.C. to allow them to give it back to us in ways that they decide to give it back to us. It makes no sense whatsoever. But that's the way things are. That's the way they've, they've rigged the system. That's what Trump was talking about. That's why... That's why everything that you're seeing right now is going on. Have you wondered why they decided to do the raid on Monday morning? I know exactly why they did the raid on Monday morning. It's because of Steve Bannon's speech the Friday previous. On Friday night at the, uh, the Cattleman's Ball at CPAC, Steve Bannon outlined what the plan is for the Biden administration or for the Trump administration, I'm sorry, for the Trump administration in 2024. 
very specific guidelines. Here's what they're going to do. In fact, it got so specific that he even outlined that, that Cash Patel is going to be the head of the CIA under, Trump, under a Trump administration. They've got their plan. Trump's got his plan. He knows what he's going to do next. That's what's dangerous. That's what scares the shit out of this codger. This old fucking head ki this kid sniffing codger. This motherfucker right here is scared shitless. They all are because he knows what happens next. Trump comes to, into office next. There's it's it's all, no holds barred. Trump's not going to make the mistakes that he did the first time. There's not going to be a bar. There's not going to be a ray. There's not going to be a Comey. Those people are getting, they're getting taken care of and, and they're getting replaced immediately. He's going to gut it. That's what Steve Bannon said. Steve Bannon said that they're going to gut the administrative state. Trump stated that he wants to fire 30%, 30% of government employees on day one. They have a plan, folks. And by the way, for you, you Q people, this is not the plan. What they're doing now is not the plan of Q. Because that plan has action. You have to take action. You got to, it's not just, hey, this may happen. Keep your eyes out for the water. Something's going to happen with the waters. People going crazy. They're seeing all these floods. And then they're seeing the water shortages. And they're going, that's it. That's it. Nope, it's a tea leaf, baby. You're reading tea leaves. That's all you've got in front of you. Meanwhile, actions are being taken. Joe continues. And that democracy, democracy must be defended. For democracy makes all these things possible. Folks, makes democracy possible. Democracy begins and will be preserved in we the people's habits of the heart, in our character, optimism that is tested yet endures, courage that digs deep <laughs> when we need it, empathy that fuels democracy, the willingness to see each other, not as enemies, but as fellow Americans. Look. Well, that'd be nice, Joe. But you've already called out a group of people as the enemy of the state. A threat to your power. You've set out, you've carved out that potentially half the country is a fucking threat. This is the doublespeak that they do, folks. Listen to them closely. And sometimes you don't even have to read between the lines. They will tell you exactly what they intend to do. Our democracy is imperfect. It always has been. Notwithstanding those folks you hear on the other side there. <laughs> listen, he's, he's, listen to what he's going to say about the people on the other side. His detractors, right? The dissent that he's talking about, that he allows, that he wants to allow. Listen to what he's going to say next. They're entitled to be outrageous. This is a democracy. It's a republic, you fucking cunt! But history and common sense... Good manners is nothing they've ever suffered from. Listen to that. Good manners is nothing they've ever suffered from. This entire speech has been demonizing one group of people in this country. That's what this speech is about. It's to drive a wedge deeper, farther, and justify that now, as a Democrat, you have the right to act out with impunity. Oh, we don't believe, we don't believe in, 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 in violence. We don't believe in any of that. But they won't stop it. And the moment it starts, I expect Kamala to come forward again and offer bail for these people who, who burn our cities, who loot our stores, who murder the citizens of our, of our community. 
Listen closely, folks. You've got four minutes left in this speech. Listen to the close. But history and common sense tell us that opportunity, liberty, and justice for all are most likely to come to pass in a democracy. We're not a democracy. That's where they're confused, folks. A democracy is where the mob rules. We're a republic where men and women come together to work out their differences without the mob in the background supporting them, without the mob outside chanting, screaming, yelling. That's what they're afraid of because the moment that we created a mob and showed up on January 6th, it, it scared the shit out of them. It scared the shit out of everybody who, who thought that they may be a victim of un, being uncovered for what they've done with their time uh, and their access to power in D.C. That's what scares them. I cannot say it loud enough. They're fearful of what comes next. They do not want to be put on trial. They know what happens next. They know their sins. They know their crimes. This mentality of, well, what do you have a problem with giving us all this information if you're not doing anything wrong? Okay, you first. You divulge all your information publicly first. As a politician, you make it all public first so we can all see it first before I give you any of mine. They won't do it, folks. And if it's not good enough for them, it's not good enough for me. We have never fully realized the aspirations of our founding, but every generation has opened those doors a little bit wider to include more people who have been excluded before. My fellow Americans, America is an idea, the most powerful idea in the history of the world. He's right. And it's been overthrown by a fraudulent election. The people don't believe that you're the president, Joe. Half the nation doesn't believe that you're legitimate. And your side refuses to prove it. We've asked. We've pleaded. We've gone to court. And for that, we've been called, said we're a threat. Sorry, if my bank refuses to show me the receipt of how much money I have left in my bank, and I say, listen, I've got $12,000 in here. I've got $30,000. I've got $12 in here. And they refuse to show me the proof that they say I don't? We got a problem. Where's the canceled checks? Where did I withdraw the money? When did I take action on this account? You show me when I did that. That's what we're asking for. And for that, he's willing to go to war with half of America because we just want transparency. We don't want war. We don't want battle. But that's what they're willing to do. And they're going to blame it on us. Because we want to know, they'll say, they want war. That's what he's saying right now. Because we want clarification of the 2020 election, they want war. And the leftist, you know what they'll do. You've heard the, conver the conversations over the last few weeks. I, I, just, I just had a conversation the other day with a guy who says, well, Trump had no right to take that stuff to Mar-a-Lago. As the president, Joe Biden right now, as much as I disagree with him, the power that he has right now as the president is that he could go and declassify everything about, about Crossfire Hurricane. He has the power to do that. In fact, he has the authorization to, to declassify anything he wants. Nobody in the government can say he can't do it. Nobody. He's the chief decider. He gets to decide what happens. Trump's the same. Obama's the same. They have that authority. They're the chief decider. And if they say, I've declassified this, that's it. You, there's no argument. We made him the boss. A fraudulent election made Biden the boss. But while he's in the White House, while he's got the power, I will abide by what the Constitution says. He has the authority to declassify or classify anything he wants. He's the chief decider. And it beats in the hearts of the people of this country. 
It beats in all our hearts. It unites America. It is the American creed, the idea that America guarantees that everyone be treated with dignity. It gives hate no safe harbor. Unless you're a Nazi. Unless you call people a Nazi. That's the difference. That is that the speech that he's saying is that is that we are special. We believe these things, and they're the bad guys. And those bad guys, you have the authorization, the permission to go do what you need to do. You can go punch them in the mouth if you want. Because they're they're the bad guys. They're the they. Us and them. Us and them. We're the they. He's pointing out they're the problem. It installs in everyone the belief that no matter where you start in life, there's nothing you can't achieve. That's who we are. Nope, because they tell you you can't, you can't achieve what you want to achieve based on your skin color. You're being held back by the system. Again, he doesn't believe what he's saying. He doesn't believe that. Because he says, we've got to put special things in place. We've got to put special treatments into the Constitution. The one piece of paper that says we're all equal. We're going we're gonna to go back in and we're going we're gonna to massage it and we're going to make people, some people more equal. If he really believed that, he'd allow an investigation into the actions of his son. That's what we stand for. That's what we believe. And that's precisely what we're doing. Opening doors, creating possibilities, focusing on the future. And we're only just beginning. Yeah, see, that's the warning, folks. That's the warning. We've just begun. The actions we're taking, our this is just the beginning. is to make our nation free and fair, just and strong, noble and whole. And this work is the work of democracy, oh the work God. of this generation. It is the work of our time, for all time. We can't afford to have, leave anyone on the sidelines. We need everyone to do their part. So speak up, speak out, get engaged, vote, vote, vote. I agree with him. I agree with him. And if we do our duty, if we do our duty in 2022 and beyond, then ages still to come will say, we, all of us here, we kept the faith. We preserved democracy. We heeded our worst. We, we heeded not he's, our worst instincts, he, he's but lost our better his he, He's lost his place. <laughs> He got so excited. <laughs> we proved that for all its imperfections, America is still the beacon to the world, an ideal to be realized, a promise to be kept. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred, nothing more American. That's our soul. That's who we truly are. And that's who we must always be. I have no doubt, none, that this is who we will be. After the 20, if we have a free and fair election after 2024, 20, uh, yeah, there's going to be a house cleaning, and then we can get to work on this. Returning us to a constitutional republic. We're not a democracy, Joe. Never have been, never will be. We're not socialists. We're not communists. We're not Marxist. We're Americans. Yes, after the 2024 election, what you're talking about here, and I agree with Joe, what he's saying here, that is what I believe, what he's talking about here at the end here. I believe in those things. I believe in our nation. These are the things that I've grown up believing in my nation. But he doesn't. His actions say otherwise. The fact that his son is still walking around, the pictures that I've seen of, his, of Hunter Biden's dick in a small child's mouth, 
he doesn't believe in what he's saying. I know because his son still walks around while we have people that were on the grounds of the Capitol on January 6th still, still sitting in jail, rotting in jail. That's how I know this man doesn't believe what he's saying. He would put aside our differences and move past it, but they're not. The, the, the Liz Cheney bullshit of the January 6th hearings, that's going back and, and bringing up the past. We're living in the past. The only reason they're doing that, you and I know it, is so that Trump doesn't run or can't run. That's the only reason. Liz Cheney said it. I don't have to say it. That's what Liz Cheney said, that she will do everything in her power to make sure that this man is never president again, ever. That will come together as a nation. That will secure our democracy. That for the next 200 years, we'll have what we had the past 200 years, the greatest nation on the face of the earth. We just need to remember who we are. We are the United States of America, the United States of America. Listen to what he said. We're the United States of America. Yet he just called out. He carved out a group and said, except for them. We're united except for them. They're the problem. This group over here that wants clarification of the 2020 election, they're the problem. Those people that want to know what my son has been doing, they're the problem. Those people who want to know what we've been doing in the Ukraine, they're the problem. He's not talking about unification here. The moment that he said MAGA Republicans, he was making a carve out of us and them. This was not a, a speech of unification. It's a speech, a speech of division. It's a call for war against your fellow Americans. Read it and listen to it for what it is. And may God protect our nation and may God protect all those who stand watch over our democracy. God bless you all. Democracy. Thank you. God bless you all, democracy. What the fuck? It, it, it's just amazing to me, folks. It's just amazing to me. And this is what's amazing. His wife walks him off the fucking stage. His fucking nanny has to... He doesn't have the ability to walk off the stage by himself. That's our leader. The world is fucking laughing, America. The world is fucking laughing. Putin and Xi, Xi Jinping, they are laughing. They are waiting for their opportunity to do what they want to do next. We are under threat, not just from our president here and his nanny and the rest of the nanny state. We're at threat from our enemies from, from abroad. They see us as a weakened nation. Either weakened or owned. That's all I, that's all I can say. One last call. Kramer says it's building. We've got big news in the next three or four days. I cannot wait to talk to you about it. It's huge. We're doing what other Republicans refuse to do. We're taking action. It's going to allow you to have a voice, a free voice, freedom of speech, true. We need help. We're building it right now. If you're a graphic designer, if you're an editor, if you're a... Um, Developer, especially if, if you're in, uh, have worked with WordPress, uh, if you've worked with Joomla, if you've worked with, um, I'm trying to think of what the other ones are, um, 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 app development. We need help. Come on board. <laughs> I, I have a habit, I have a knack of, of being able to make people very, very rich with what I do. We need help. Everybody who jumps on board is going to be involved with what we're doing next. It's, there is financial return at the end. There is. We're building a brand new business, but we need your help. And what we're doing up front is no different than a hack house. We've got to get it set up first. 
We're paying for resources. We've got servers. We're ready. The action, we need the help of our community to help us. If you're a conservative and you're creative, I'm calling on you to stand up right now. Help us spread the word. There will be a financial return at the end, we hope. (laughs) We're building something brand new. We're excited about it. Our chief developer couldn't be more excited. We're, We're right at the end. We're very close, folks, but we need your help. Reach out to me. If you're interested, syndication at KramerSays.com. S-Y-N-D-I-C-A-T-I-O-N. Syndication at KramerSays.com. Let's talk and let's know, let me know about what you can do, how you can help us, and how you can stand. Right now, the call is right now. I know we've got over 400 people already that have, have applied, um, and um, very few of them are actually what we need. Um, I appreciate all the help, and we're going. We're building a system that will allow all of you that have that have have come forward to say yes, I want to stand. We have your emails. We're working on it, so don't lose faith. We're not leaving you behind. We're just putting the the infrastructure in place to make sure that when we we launch, that it's everything is ready and everything's ready to go and, and, and works as it's supposed to. But we are preparing for something great to happen in our nation. You can be a part of it. Help us out. Reach out to me. Syndication at KramerSays.com. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. It is Friday, September 2nd. We'll be back tomorrow as soon as we can.